You have one new message and one saved message. To play the new message, press one or keep listening. It's default to playing the first new message. Okay, give me the intro. Hello and welcome to episode number 42 of Dads Being Dads. That is number 42. Hey, that's like the meaning of life. Indeed. Mm -hmm. You have read some Douglas Adams. I have only been a proxy to it. I'm Chris Catronio, and with me tonight is Randy James. Randy, how how are you doing tonight? Greatest day of my life, Chris. How do you proxy a book? Well, your significant other on a long conversation on the telephone basically tells you almost the entire book oh, highlights and stuff yeah i see i see you're gonna put your mouse away your clicky mouse right yeah i just had to get off of the surly bikes page okay um, yeah we were, we were both looking at yeah, bikes we used to spend hours dude so back in the day kids grab some cocoa and pull up a chair old man chris is going to tell you about how things were when i was a kid we had oh, this new fangled invention called the telephone that we could pay an extra $27 a month to have a line separate than your parents, which I did as soon as I realized what modems were. Back in those days, 300 baud was a screamer. 20, $27? Yeah, it was it was expensive. The was, phone lines were expensive. Yeah, and I used to have to do my paper route and all my crappy jobs to <laughs> float the bill from Verizon uh-huh. or whoever it was at the time. I think it was anyway um so yeah we would spend hours like literally so we can't get online and chat right we couldn't text each other young love what do we do we picked up the phone and called each other and well, this is your wife you're talking about it was my your, wife to be your today your wife to be some 57 years ago <laughs> at a minimum Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I forgot that was real. That was real long. It was a long time ago. So this was 89, 89. Yeah. So it was actually, it wasn't quite as ancient because I had that phone for quite a while before that <laughs> for the computers. But yeah, we used to talk for hours and it was cool because like she was right there in my ear and uh-huh. I didn't have to type with my thumbs. That's I didn't weird. have to listen to Skype or the AM. You didn't know that was going to be the case. No, but as cool as all that stuff was, I still prefer a phone call to, to have a meaningful conversation. Yeah, sure. Or the Skype thing is close. The the it's pretty close. Teamspeak. We used to do that way back. Well, in the skyping, day. you can talk and uh, see. Yeah, the video like that was unheard of. Isn't that what you meant? You didn't mean or, just instant messaging, right? You were. Talking about the talking. Yeah. A conversation. Well, that's the thing. Phone versus email versus text. It's, it's very, it's like someone's it, talking into I your brain. It's pretty cool. Someone called me the other day while we were, we were away on vacation, as you know. No one, but by the way, none of our, our listener didn't break into my house. <laughs> Thank you, listener. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a neighbor down my street called and I looked at the phone. I was like, hmm, I wonder if I should answer this because. Maybe the house is on fire, and I didn't because what? I don't. I don't like answering the phone. It's it's um it's tedious. You prefer to have it on your own terms. Like I'll call you when I'm ready. I don't mean to be sound smarmy about it. It's just well, at the time, I I think I was getting ready to, to. We were either on the bikes or getting ready to get on the bikes, and she's like, "Hold on, everyone. Let me take this phone call for the next seventeen minutes while you all stand here and scream, children at least." So no no I, I I'll I'll check it later and I I checked his voicemail and it's like oh voicemail's awful and you gotta wait and listen yeah. and I couldn't you really hear have it and it's fuzzy one new message <laughs> and one saved well, <laughs> message to play the new message press one or keep listen it's default to playing the first new message okay Is I that, don't know what kind of phone you have Verizon. but terrible it, okay, it's if you get Verizon. if you get the iPhone you just have to push the button that says play. It doesn't true. 
you true, get true. the you yeah, get the mixes. I actually have okay. to dial into Verizon's voicemail through my stupid awesome. droid. That is one thing I you know I forgot how much I missed that about the iPhone. That was cool. Yeah, it's nice. You hit the little play nice. button. Okay, you just convinced me not to ever get an Android phone. The um, well, hold on, I might just be a stupid user because I've never looked for an alternative way to check the voicemail. There must, there must be a service that's doing that. I hope so. If not, business opportunity number three thousand and one generated right. from dad's being dad deficit. Not this is totally patentable. I broke my own, I, I made a breach of my own protocol. If that, I breached, I breached my own protocol in that usually I like to keep the communication medium identical. I don't like it when people, you know, I call them and they send me a letter or I text them and they call me back kind of thing. But maybe it's because I'm trying to float them towards the texting realm anyway. Mm. So I didn't call him back. I texted him back because I got it. You know, he was asking to borrow something. It was, the house wasn't on fire. It's like, oh yeah. So I wrote him a little text later when I had time. Say, yeah, it's no problem. Just go in the house, get it. It's down here. Whatever. Wait, you left it. your house unlocked when you went on vacation? What's, this is not important for the show. Oh, <laughs> edit that out. But seriously, <laughs> what the, are you out of your mind? Like any drunk hobo can walk on by and just be like, ah, I think it's his house and take a big shit on your floor for God's sakes. <laughs> Don't you want the casual, like the raccoon that knows how to open doors, comes by, hey, something's we focus? Good. I'm trying, dude, but what the fuck? <laughs> Lock your doors. <laughs> I gotta bleep all this stuff out, okay? Full of swears. So about the the vacation, what was the point of that? The point of that was, let's just I don't like talking on the phone at all. I love it. Hot little thing up to your ear. I mean, if yeah, you but it like, takes like literally three minutes. You could cover five hundred details sometimes. in extreme clarity. Depends on who you're talking to. Some Good people point. need a little bit more time to stew over the details. Well, what do you think? Okay. Good point. But in general, so say you're talking to a capable, <laughs> functional human being. Let's say your your soul uh, mate. Yeah, yeah. Optimistically in a good relationship. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you could just be like, bam, 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 this issue. Yeah, okay, what do you mean about that? Oh, I meant this. Okay, great. Okay, moving on to the next one. Boom, Psh, done. Three minutes, no back and forth, 15 email chain, and you misinterpreted the mood of one line, and now you're offended. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just... When time is important, and there are some critical details, I will, I will, you know, we'll be in the middle of a text conversation, I'll pick up a call. <laughs> yes, no, yes. When it's clear that we can solve the problem faster. It's usually... Right, right. Uh, I like that the the texting and the emailing because it is out of band. Mm-hmm. True, yeah, that is, that is a convenience. You can Although kinda... most people treat it not out of band mm-hmm. because when their phone buzzes, they're just whoop! I got a text. Sorry, whoever I was just talking to is now a second class citizen. Yep, life stops. My text is in. Mm-hmm. 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 Speaking of which, I just spent the last ten days or so with a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> for lack of better terms. She is my, my niece. Her dad is probably listening to the show, so is that I don't have to say anything. Is that terrible. 12? Is that, what's a tween? Uh, it's, yeah, it's 12. She's almost 13. So like, is 11 and 12? Tw- no, 10, 11 and 12? So as soon as you're double digits, but not a teenager? She's a teenager, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> 12, almost 13. Okay. And the, the phones and the texting and the, just, the ADD with the phone is many adults do it. Mm. I think the teenage mind is a little more susceptible to that trap. Mm. Not sure, but wow! <sighs> I mean, wow! Is that you know? And I call. I'm mean, I called her on. I confronted her with it on several occasions. Not in a rough. Not like yeah, but like, her. hey, you want to tune into reality for a minute? <laughs> or I mean, what's I gave happening her, her, here? It was a tricky exercise, right? Because I don't have a, a, a an older. I don't have a teenager yet. Mm. She's not my kid. So mm. her parents have established rules with her that uh, they didn't actually communicate any of them to me. So okay. I assumed that she was so you're free to spout a, off. a fully independent adult at this point. <laughs> I sent her out for beer. Okay, perfect. She came back with it. Mission accomplished. You're an adult. Right. So she, you know, she got her space. She got to, she was free to make her own decisions. But when we were conversing, you know, maybe as a group or sitting together or out to eat. I don't know. Every once in a while, it wasn't quite as bad because she knows it bugs me. So she, tr- she actually consciously tries to avoid it. Oh, but that's, that's awesome. On several occasions, it would just sort of like, you know, you're talking, you're talking, you can see him kind of drifting and then all of a sudden it just bloop, it just <laughs> pops up between her face and yours. It's like, where did, where did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> I 
what? Just whap it out. <laughs> right. That's the fix for that. Just cuff the phone yeah. right across. Because <laughs> it goes flying across the room. And it's, it's, and you know what the response is like, well, what do you, where did that come from? What are you doing? What do you mean? I it just, I, I got a message. Uh. Um, s- yes. <laughs> <laughs> so? Well, I, I had to answer it. No, you didn't. You had to. <laughs> Who said that? Where is there a rule? <laughs> what checkbox are you trying to hmm. complete? Okay, yeah. I just thought of a new app idea. Oh. Notification buffering. So here's the trouble, right? And and she would do this a lot. I'm waiting for a text, which is total insanity, right? Uh, I'm waiting for someone to text me. So they've got their hand on their phone, like waiting for it to buzz. And they bam, coming right. But it could be minutes, it could be hours. No idea. <laughs> so instead mm. of letting some random, randomly timed notifications come in, it's like one, you know, you get one 30 seconds, you get one a minute later, you get one five minutes later, you get one 10, then 30 seconds later. Very disruptive, right? Mm. Have the device buffer it. So you will only ever get a notification. It's like pop email, you know, hmm. nerds. Yeah, it checks every 15 minutes. Pulls at the, the most, or at the least, at the minimum, at the most, what, I don't know how to say it. If you have a message, <laughs> you won't know about it until it's like quarter past, you know, every 15 minutes, every half hour. Okay. I mean, or you could just turn off all notifications on your phone like we do and just check it yourself every 15 minutes or when, I, when it's it, it seems It seems absurd as well, doesn't it? No, it's <laughs> what it, I do. I, check no, I know it's what I do to too, it. but we, we probably check it more often than is uh, reasonable. Well, right? it, if it's not, if I'm not considered rude socially... And it's not time. getting away my life and giving me ADD. I think, you know, I think it's... Yeah, all right. Yeah, it's, it's a clock. That's my... I don't wear a watch, so I check it for the yeah, time. I check it for the time. And, I, and, you know, when I check it for the time, I don't look at anything else because I don't have yeah. to. Time's right there. It's it's a discipline, I think. It's... It is, and I think we all need to work on it a little bit harder. <laughs> even my, even myself, you know, I have, I have every once in a while I'll be looking at it and be like, what? I just... I already read... All of these articles, like, why am I still scrolling through this stuff? It's just crazy. Oh, I'm sorry. What did you say, Randy? I was, I was just checking what? my text. I'm sorry. Sorry. Can you say that again? Yeah, Where sorry. were you? Yeah, I just checked mm-hmm. my text. Okay. No, it's not a problem. <laughs> I'll just text you later. So, the tween life. Oh. Are we in for it or what? Well, I, there were two major events during the trip. So, we went on a, a, a beach vacation. Uh, we did a lot of biking, which was fun in a uh, sadistic way where <laughs> i got to force the kids to ride 15 miles a day it was basically oh, it was wow. basically eight miles each way to the beach oh geez that's a good ride so the, the teenager had to ride now which she came to enjoy it right so now at the end of the trip she's all like i want to ride my bike everywhere and i hope i hope she keeps it up which would be great yeah um but in the beginning it's like, oh this is going to be awful right, that kind of thing <laughs> We had, well, I figured it'd be nice. Beautiful scenery and that's right. lovely weather. God, can't we be in a cold air-conditioned car with the text going weep, 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 <laughs> No one paying attention. Yeah. Right. Um, so there were, two, there were two major events. One of them was in the car on the way home. One of them was at the beach itself, right? So, again, 12, 13-year-old. No specific rules that I made up. I don't even know where to set. Rules if I'm allowed to, if I should. Yeah. Yeah, she helped out a lot. It was great to have her there. We get our bathing suits on. So we arrive at the beach and I kind of, I usually change like under my towel when I get there and kind of thing. And Uh she's got our bathing suit on and she takes off her shirt and her shorts. This is not the smallest bathing suit that I've ever seen. (laughs) But let's just say, let's just say it felt mildly inappropriate yeah. for a teenager. I see. Teenager. What? Two-piece? Of course, yes. Okay. Two-piece. Strike one. <laughs> Held together with yep. some very thin strings. Yeah. Um, like, and, I don't even know what's acceptable for I a don't know either, Chris. <laughs> all I know is it's kind of gross to see people without clothes on in gross? general. Well, That's your word for it, gross? It's just like, I... You know, even at a regular beach, 
I don't want to see anybody with that little clothes on. You know, it's just like regular beaches kind of creep me out anyway. It's just like a bunch what's of people. A non, what's an irregular beach? A re- well, an irregular one, I guess, would be where the water is where the sand is and the sand is where the water is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You guys are just, no, just going I, to the beach. It's just like, ugh, you know, nowhere. I, I don't even like when people wear sandals to the office. Okay. So I guess I'm maybe yeah. overly conservative, even though I'm not a conservative by any stretch of the imagination. You do have children though, right? Yeah. How did that happen? I have no idea. Like <laughs> we sleep in separate beds. <laughs> no idea. Storks, man. No, I, like, I mean, okay. Again, in the right situation, whatever nudity. Okay, fine. Oh, okay, sure. You know, but when I go out in public and someone's like got their shirt off, I'm just like, ugh. Or you know, you go to the beach and people are half naked. It's like, oh, it's just weird to me. It's awkward. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right, well that threw me for a loop. But <laughs> well, now sp- it gets worse. Like, because at what age is it even more inappropriate or awkward? Right? Maybe we're looking at it from different angles. But right. uh, yeah, continue. We had this discussion at, at the office today, as I often do with uh, some coworkers, and we were talking about where this where this sort of line is drawn. Right, guys, mm. most of the time you wear like board shorts to the beach, unless you're in Europe and you're wearing a speedo. Ugh. <laughs> but it's Sorry. it's true. Yeah. So the the line over there is interesting too. Like little boys are wearing speedos around. Like teenage boys are wearing little speedos. <laughs> Uh, I watched Speedo when I was like a tiny kid too. I just like so maybe, pictures of me and I'm like, what the fuck? Maybe the whole conversation is just moot because I'm talking about US culture mm. a little bit. Cause I started to think like, oh man, you know, what am I going to do with my daughter when she's that age? And am I going to have to be like, you can't wear that bathing suit to the beach. It's too small. She will anyway when you're not looking at her. like, whatever dad. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? So where do you, where do you, where do you put your energy into yeah. this sort of situation? Cause if we did, Go overseas to Europe, be like, that, that bathing suit's covering too much. <laughs> yeah. Here's some dental floss. You've got to strip and down. Gum wrappers. Well, apparently, I don't know if this is true or not, but they, some folks we know that did a house exchange in Paris, she was telling me that they required her husband to wear a Speedo. Huh. On the beach. Like, he wasn't allowed to wear. What? Board shorts. He had to get a Speedo. What the, the crap is that? Just I don't, a dress code at the beach? That sounds like a dra- a, that sounds like a fascist beach. A like, dress down code. What? The, well, it's a code. It's you it know. is a code. Yeah, sure. Give me a break. You gotta tell me what kind of swim trunks I could wear. Yeah, Fooey. that None. went to my own beach. None was the answer. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, that, that's all. Are there like beach trunks. police that come running at you with speedos with badges attached to them and? <laughs> they forced the dress code at the beach. What? You know, I didn't follow up on the details, in it, but it's it sounded plausible. It sounds awfully strange to me. I think there's more to be learned about this story. <laughs> I think there's a lot to explore with this, and it's a touchy issue because I don't want to say outright. I mean, I gave her some. I gave her some guff. That's the right word. <laughs> That's I gave her I was a little bit of suggest, but I waited. <laughs> guff. Yeah. Exactly. Grief, grief, and guff grief would have been the word I use. Gave her some guff about. I it. gave her a little bit of guff about the suit because I was like, "Whoa!" Because <laughs> she had two suits. She wore one that covered a little more the day before, also a two piece. But this one was like, you've got like six inches off of the tan lines that were there yesterday, <laughs> and <laughs> like, let alone it, skin cancer. Because I was help, I was you know like helping her get sunscreen on her back and stuff. I'm like today, I have to use the spray can because <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> this is, I'm gonna stand four feet away and just let the wind take it over there. You just make sure you keep spinning. We'll I get like good the coverage. spray cans, man. I hate wow. putting it on with my hands. It's all then your hands all slicked up. And how do you wipe it off? It's, I figured you would be against spray cans with your eco terrorism, but they are they're not aerosol anymore. What are they like pumping? They're aerosol. How else They're not air- I mean, it's not the, the, the hydrofluorocarbons. They're safer now. All right. The stuff that was doing doing the ozone in has been abolished. Mm-hmm. Now it's like ozone safe. Instead, it kills pygmy shrews instead. <laughs> I'm sure it kills something. Oh, definitely. The people, the people downwind dies. on the beach from you. Yeah. Whatever humans do, something dies. <laughs> it's like so depressing in a way. Then the smaller you look at, you, you scratch your nose, you wiping out colonies of mites and 
different little happy creatures that are feeding on your follicle secretions. And <laughs> you're just like destroying them by the billions every time you do anything. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> I like, I do agree with you. I like the spray screen. Yes. So much easier. Your hands don't And because, yeah, you put it on your hands, you start rubbing it, and you're like, wow, that's like, it's not, why can't it go? It's not going in that one spot. You're just like rubbing and rubbing, and then just like, it's like, and then we do it. when you're done. Either fuck up it's your got towel, sand yeah, in it. or you forget. You put your hand down in the sand, and it comes up the sand glove. It's awful. <laughs> yeah, the spray works nicely for that. You just get a nice sheen on everything. Yeah. And coats. They I'm tell you. Disagree. Do you ever read the instructions on the spray though? It's like spray on your body, then rub it in with your hand. I'm like, what's yeah. the point of the spray then? <laughs> Look, I'll buy the goo instead. Um, I was, I was doing that, the rubbing in with my hand. A little bit. Um, but it's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why, why it doesn't not? get as gooey. It's not as gooey on your hand as the, uh, yeah, I guess the goo stuff is. It's just though. It's weird. Where are we going with this? I don't know. So anyway, so you were shocked and appalled at the. Nah, I tried not to be appalled. <laughs> I was a little bit shocked, but I hit it a little bit. And uh, so I handed out some guff is what I'm saying. I like, you know, but I can't explain. She's 12. I can't explain all the like, like you know, if you don't want people staring at you, you shouldn't dress like <laughs> you want to be stared at routine. Because the answer yeah. would probably be, yeah, I want everybody staring at me. Of course I do. Well, uh, then th- you understand the motivation better, I guess. Well, sh- sure. <laughs> but isn't that the little bit of naive- naivete? Uh, I guess. You don't quite understand the, the downside to having. Yeah. But she's with us at the beach. It's no big deal. She, um... It's not like there's a bunch of strange weirdos. She into like Miley Cyrus. Of course, the strange weirdos at the beach. It's packed with them. <laughs> Anyone you see in a speedo right there? Boom, suspect number one. Well, we weren't in. We weren't in France. <laughs> I bet you saw at least one speedo though. It's funny. I don't think um... there's always a guy with a speedo walking around who shouldn't be. Hmm. I probably probably yes. Yeah. And then a bunch of like you know soccer exchange students comes through and they're all wearing puma speedos and you're just like what the and you look at the hair and you're like oh they're from Europe or something. <laughs> so it's perfectly okay. Well, it is. It, it's funny you mentioned the the music. That was part two of my teenage struggle. Mm, interesting. So I need to look up the lyrics while we're while I'm talking about this. Oh dear. On the way, on the way home, dance like, dance like you oh. do. Okay, I remember, th- I, I gotta look it up. When we were driving home, you know, I'm driving, everyone's like asking me for stuff, right? I don't know, it's, I'm driving the car, yet somehow I can do all these crazy things. Change this, do that, I need a drink. So I handed my phone back to the teenager. And said, you deal with it. I plugged it into the radio. I was like, pick whatever you want. I have unlimited data. You could stream radio stations, right? So she did. You know, some dance music-y things came on, which was totally fine. But uh, there's always some artists that have interesting lyrics. Explicit. Let's say with some innuendos. And what, what I, I mean, was not expecting... music itself is an innuendo, but can, yeah, continue. Sure. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> that's deep. Oh the whole point of it what i was not expecting is for her to i had never seen her dance with the sort of feeling that she was dancing okay as much as you can in the seat of a car but in addition she knew every word (laughs) to this song dude she's 12 come on when you were 12 you knew everything too right well, I, that's what I thought about, right? I wasn't yeah. snapping at her going, oh, uh, my Lord, how could you know these things? <laughs> you sit there dying. I'm like, this is going to be my daughter in yes. how many years? <laughs> going, well, no, partially what I was thinking was, hmm, okay, what songs was I listening to? Were, was, was I listening to? Tone Loke. When I was 12 or 13. Yeah. And then I remembered the lyrics and I was saying them. And did I know what they meant? Like, uh, my this, angel, uh, Jake Isles band, my angel's a centerfold. My blood right. runs cold, right? There was stuff. I mean, there, yeah, you know, yeah, that's ACD, a good ACDC's uh, I've Got Big Balls. <laughs> we love that stuff when we were kids. Like, the more crass yeah. and stupid, the better. That stuff was like, and everyone knew it. I remember the bus in like sixth grade, people passing around tapes and, you know, the mixtapes was your mix a lot or whatever. 
The song's about butts. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think the words in this one were a little more explicit. So the specific yeah. song in question here was a Kesha or Keisha. I don't know how you pronounce a dollar sign. That's okay. But it's called it's called Die Young, which had an what? awful premise to oh, begin no. with. Right, so the, the chorus, <laughs> the title's off. It's a pretty bad start. It was terrible. What every the, parent wants their kids listening to, die young. The, yes, the chorus goes, "Let's make the most of the night, like we're gonna die young." Yeah, I've heard that one. Hey, okay, and right, right off the bat, I'm like, this is awful. <laughs> right, <laughs> you're there like the, some... the, the caring, nurturing dad listening <laughs> to this yeah. pop tripe. <laughs> <laughs> Reminded me of the YOLO string of events that uh, seems to have phased itself out. Uh, yeah. You know, you remember yeah, YOLO? I do, but YOLO only all like, over the place? within like, I only figured, not even figured out, but I only stumbled upon what it actually meant like literally a month ago. I never, I just saw it everywhere. I'm like, what is, I don't even care. And I just kept ignoring it. You, is it you only, you are only young ones or what is it? You only what the YOLO? Yeah, what was you it? You live, only live. You once. only live once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, when I found out, I'm like, what? Why was that such a big deal? Be- what do you mean? I don't. I I don't know how it started. Because well, it was always like people would do really dumb things. Oh, and then and just, just be like, escape YOLO. it with YOLO. Right. Oh, okay, and and didn't like some dude die immediately after texting <laughs> that to his kid? He crashed to his <laughs> That's friend. Right. He like crashed his car and killed I him, sh- and then a I bunch of his not. friends laugh about that but yes there was some some i don't know if he was famous or whatnot so here's here's the verse that i think while i was driving i had one eye in the mirror because when i drive i think i explained this to you when i drive the car i keep the mirror down yes yeah, so you can see the back so i can your, see the kids yeah same way. but i just look at the traffic behind me in the night vision part of the mirror <laughs> right because i can still see the cars in the night mirror but i can see the kids better anyway and they're behind you that's like history who cares about that I'm just right <laughs> they're totally and i still have my side mirrors yeah so here it is. So this is the ver- this is the verse that I could see her dancing. Um, let's say emphatically. Uh, emphatically was thank you, thank you, Chris. Emphatically to and singing all the words knowingly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the tune, so I'm just gonna read it like the Yo, it was weird, better if weird, you read it deadpan. <laughs> weird old guy that I am. Yeah, <laughs> young hunks taking. <laughs> Sorry. Taking shots. I'm only two words in. <laughs> Stripping down Ow. to dirty socks. Ew. Music up, getting hot. That's not so bad. Kiss me. Give me all you've got. It's pretty obvious that you've got a crush. And then this this is the good line. That magic in your pants. What? It's making me blush. Oh, that's very subtle. She's a there was nothing subtle. rose. <laughs> The magic in your nothing. Pants. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. I mean, what? Uh, I was I was torn in a couple of ways. One, to be like, you cannot listen to this because it's awful. Two, because it's objective. You cannot listen to men. this because it is awful. Like it is just awfully it's, written. It's this crass. is the worst music. Oh. <laughs> Forget the crass innuendos that aren't even innuendos. Yeah, it's like just, it's just not even bothering with innuendo. It is the worst, <laughs> <laughs> most horribly written nonsense. Uh. And it's just, yeah, the, the verse was just every other sentence. I don't know about mm-hmm. you, but sweaty, dirty socks is the biggest aphrodisiac ever. <laughs> I love that. Uh, Juxtaposing it, filthy socks with pants magic. <laughs> what well, the? remember, when, you, when you're writing a song like this, you don't go back and correct things you've already written. So the first line was young hunks taking shots. So now you need so to the, find something that almost rhymes with shots. <laughs> otherwise, the song doesn't work. <laughs> And we already dug into it with stripping down. Oh, man. Now I have to rhyme. What's left I... when you strip? <laughs> oh, socks. They can't be fancy. They have to be dirty. <laughs> well, because you need a couple more syllables in there to... Uh... <laughs> I mean, this is how songwriting goes. Oh, for... She probably actually wrote it with her thumbs on a cell phone, I would bet. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the genius of that lyric <laughs> lyricist might be autocorrect. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Let's see, I was trying to find any more nasty stuff in here. It's all pretty terrible. That's pretty it's terrible. All... Magic pants making her blush. Pretty terrible. That's like all the words, though. There's wow. really nothing else. Anyway, and... and she's back there belting it out like it's the coolest thing ever. But again, 
Yeah. Probably no harm, no foul, because, you know, what was the ridiculous stuff we used to hear? Oh, oh two live crew, although I never uh-huh. really sought that out. I remember that was all dirty, filthy stuff, and it was a big, huge brouhaha. Well, it, I'll tell you this. You know, did it phase us? No, because we already heard everything. And No, I think it phased me. I, really? When I could understand lyrics, I listened to them. It's only the songs that I, you know, they're, they're screaming and mumbling them or something, and it's indiscernible, and I would make up my own words and just sing the tune along, <laughs> right? And maybe my parents understood them, and they'd be appalled. And like, then they well, hear I, what I, you're singing, they're like, oh, he doesn't get it. It's cool. He doesn't get it. It's fine. <laughs> just let him have it. Then I, then I open, open the album art and say, whoa. Yeah. My six-year-old, this is an interesting point. When he listens to songs, like he, I can see him kind of looking around and he's like kind of bopping along. And when, you know, the instant they say something weird, because he was listening to this song too, of yeah. course, and he was laughing at weird parts and some of the other songs were going, he'd laugh and, and repeat some of the stuff that seemed really weird to him. Uh-huh. Right? But he's, he's listening to every word. Oh, yeah. And when, he, and when he didn't hear something or he didn't understand it, he's like, I don't, he'd chime up. I don't understand what they're saying. And, <laughs> It's okay. So it's it's worrisome. Yeah, because, yeah. It, he's I wouldn't going, get too hmm. worried about it. Yeah. Again, anytime I start to get manic about this type of stuff, I, I think just, about uh, how much we saw or and were exposed to when we were even younger than that. Like literally, <laughs> second grade, I was a thespian of curse words. I I, I was. I was like, I could spin poetry out of profanity and to such a level, it would just blow away the kids on the bus, right? And I would come home and never say a word of it to my parents. I never swore at home. I never did any of that. I never swore at church or, our, you know, in public <laughs> functions. But you got me on the bus and I was a trucker, dude. It, 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 that's just the way, like the peer way it was. And that stuff was all like... Almost, um, not urban legend, but in a way it was, cause that, you know, the same story about, you know, that everyone has about the girl or the, the guy, the couple and the hook on the handle of the car and all those same stories that everyone the shares what? and the same pile of profanity. Every kid goes through that and, and they go through it incredibly young. We don't remember it as vividly cause we were like, we were trying to gain that knowledge as fast as possible to be worldly and street cool or whatever. Right. But. You know, there comes a time where you outgrow it, or uh, ideally, right? Yeah. If you have a, if you develop some sort of form of judgment and all, and, and I don't think it has any permanent ill effects. Although maybe I'm just well, being I, optimistic to preserve my sanity. The it's not the language doesn't worry me too much, as as we've discussed. I don't I don't push the issue much with my kids. They will pick up. Not swears per yeah. se, but there's there's a lot of potty talk. We'll call it uh, yeah. now and then, and we know when it's inappropriate, we'll shut it down and right. kind of be like, let's let's end this, okay? Because you know we're eating dinner. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, I don't call a lot of attention to it. Yeah, right. But the content is worrisome, huh? The it's the context that's worrisome. Context. Yeah. Or, you know, content, context, yeah, sure. sure. Maybe the description, you strip down on my dirty socks. Then yeah. what? Right? Pants or, magic, geez. that's what. Magic in your pants. You don't have any pants on anymore. The, There's no... The ma- yeah. The magic in your pants. <laughs> it's like so... Like it's, there's no subtlety. There's, there's no, no art to it. It's no, <laughs> no art. I know. Oh, it's terrible. My <sighs> primary motivation was to turn around and say, do you know what they're talking about like <laughs> of course she does can you maybe right 12 I I, yeah probably yeah well i yeah. mean how many dirty magazines had you looked at by the time you were 12 here's the thing chris what most her not excluded and i don't mean to keep pigeonholing my niece here <laughs> a lot of kids 10 11 starting at that age they've got their own little iphones uh-huh little porn machines i did not I mean, I was not, like, taking that away from her at night. I have no idea what's going on. It, again, right? I didn't get any sort of instructions well, to the... Uh, yeah. And there's no parental controls on 3G or 4G, <laughs> right? <laughs> you can't right. fence the router and open DNS some safe sites up there. It is a... 
it is a very interesting problem, I think. The, we're going to have to explore, uh, maybe not soon enough, but that, that eventual day. I don't know. Which day? Maybe that, when, when we give the kids devices or something. Here's a phone so we can reach you after soccer practice. Mm. Don't serve porn on it. We, <laughs> Whatever you do. Can you do, um, I don't know if that's possible. Probably not because the provider hands it to you. Can you provide your own DNS gateway? Like, force it Jeez, all through open no. DNS? No. Oh, there's got to be an app or a way to lock Maybe it Maybe on an Android phone you could totally do that stuff, yeah. but not. not. I mean, iPhone's starting to have parental control stuff, but I, I haven't explored them because I just don't give the devices yeah. to the kids we got to look into this, dude, because it's going to kind of catch us off guard real fast. It's, it's going to come up real fast. Yeah, this. Oh, my goodness. But again, mm-hmm. girls versus boys, I think they're all little, you know, once you hit a certain age, they're all the same. And, I, you know, they're going to seek it out one way or the other. All you have to do is hopefully have instilled some moral compass, some accountability, some cause and effect understanding and right. all that. And, and yeah, then, don't- you know, trust, trust their judgment maybe their judgment is what you taught them i'm not trying to like shut it down like a baptist or something here <laughs> i'm i'm did i'm more worried about did i preempt it well enough mm. to prepare them for the decision making process right. right so do they seek it out and is it like yeah you know what this is not really a good idea or is you know i'm not sure if i've told you my plan with that what's, type your, of stuff. what's your plan? So no, I want to hear it now. My plan is to, you know, for the talk, which there'll be many talks. It's not shock them with not some shock horrible. Them, but just lay down the science. Uh-huh. The, the, the boring, the gross, the, <laughs> the reality of the science of it all. Yeah. And cause I think that's what worked with me. Um, you know, I was fairly conservative when it came to, certain things in my life. Um, and, and I think mainly it's cause you know, you take health and if you pay attention in health and you look at all the plumbing and all the, what it's for and what it does and all the implications, if you really get it, if you don't gloss over it and you just sit there and be like, Oh, uh, okay. I, I get it. Then when you're at that stage where you, your hormones are growing crazy or whatever, you still have all that stuff in there and it's, yeah, it might be mysterious and enticing or whatnot, but there's a heavy dose of reality that counterbalances it. So I think it, p- people who's like parents who don't talk to the kids about it and treat it like it's something secret and or whatever, those are the kids I think that are at risk for having problems mm-hmm. with judgment, just like this yeah. abstinence training crap. Like, these people do this, like, train your kid to abstain, 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 because it's for all these reasons other than just like hey here's the reality of it right here's the consequences here's the you know just here's how it all works and if you know how it all works (laughs) you take that with you to your you know situations and i think you're less likely to be naive about it caught off guard whatever the case may be that would lead you to make a like a, a judge a bad judgment call and then get yourself in trouble well i'm with you there facts Information. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> brutal, not brutal, but gory detail. <laughs> it's like, oh, here's some live childbirths too. This, <laughs> here's the complete cycle. Well, there are plenty of people that do. I mean, there are plenty of people that are, the, the, you know, the hippier among us that are, their kids that are right there when they're giving birth to their other kids. And <laughs> seriously, they're, yeah. they're all holding hands. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's not saying you should do that, but no. If you want to, that's great. Uh, but no, I agree with <laughs> you. I think, I think I'm all for getting the information out there, but there's, there's two sides. We always, we always have to talk about it like the love side of things, right? Mm-hmm. The, how do you translate? How do you reconcile, reconcile like, well, this is how all the plumbing works and this is what it's for. They're like, okay, I get it. So it's for babies. Right. Right. Well, does that mean I can only do that stuff when I want? Babies, but that's the logical end. <laughs> well, then that's when you have an actual facts-based discussion, and then right. yeah, then you could bring the other reality into it, right? 
what else is it for? Blah, blah, blah. And that's all has to be age appropriate, I think. You're not going to lay that on your nine year old or something. <laughs> you're like, well, you know, if you're really into each other and you're very safe, uh, sometimes you want to do more than hug. Oh, gosh. I haven't even thought of this one through. <laughs> Crap, man. Now I got to do all sorts of homework. What? Um, <laughs> how did this turn into the Donnie show? Because I, I had I a know. whole show that I. You wanted to Teased. reserve for this. Yeah. Uh, well, I forgot what I was going to say about it. Oh, the, sorry. The, the important, oh no, the, it still has to do a lot with the factual side of it, right? It's like, okay, well, we're built this way to reproduce, but we, we reproduce because we like to do it. And that's why <laughs> it happens. All right. You know what I mean? So then you can reverse it and you go, you're going to get these urges to do these things. <laughs> Because your body is built to make more people. You're basically a little biological machine that main premise is to keep itself and its species from churning. You know, yeah. I think when I, that, if there's anything that will sober you up and take the unsexy out of sexy, <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> realizing that you're, and it's not even under your control. You've just that's been programmed. Right. And then you're like, screw that, man. I'll fight the man. I'll fight the system. See, that's what right. You're Maybe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I'll just t- totally like reverse psychology. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Seriously. Ew. Man. Just, Have you had to deal with public perving? I'm going to bring in some of my, uh, oh, cause I promised uh, to talk about it. Public? I don't know what you mean, but go <laughs> ahead. Please enlighten me. Well, like, I don't know. I've, I've seen kids like out in public probably about, Let's say five to seven or eight, uh-huh. maybe. Like, say they're on a bouncy swing and they start getting really <laughs> intimate with the swing. <laughs> and, you know, you see some girl, you have some girls over for a yard party and they spend a lot of time standing over the sprinkle there. And, like, how do you, how do you handle that? So it's interesting because I've talked to some people who resented the fact that their parents <laughs> didn't intervene really at their public pervings and they and it was late enough in their lives where they actually remember it and they're now infinitely mortified by the fact that it ever occurred and their parents weren't like hey you know hey maybe you should do that in private or something but how do you publicly correct your perv without making them feel on the spot and more pervy well you do it later of course well you just let like say they're getting a lot heavy on a piece of yard equipment but how many the... times does it have to happen i don't right? know like do you <laughs> so what's uh, the what's the proper line full disclosure okay my son it's a public perv. Is not well. I don't know what you the public perving thing, but he's found he's found himself. He's found we'll Mr. Say, Wiggles a little bit. All right, and uh, in the in the privacy of our own home, usually, but it's it's <laughs> it's, it's encroached uh, in almost public areas, and I that's what I did. I set some ground rules. Yeah, I said, like, Look, hey, buddy, that's one on one time for you and you. <laughs> Right. We talked about it. It's, uh, let's just, wh- I will say we used a little more. There are some blunt terms we used for it that I won't mention on the show. Oh my goodness. Uh, God forbid other potential parents or parents <laughs> hear the word masturbation. <laughs> no, that's not what I called what? it. Not what I called it. <laughs> blunt. You'd, you'd have to, you'd have to actually see Flogging what he's doing, which, which I'm not going to describe for his future. Waxing the toe hitch? <laughs> He may listen to this someday. And be He's gonna love it. Are you kidding me? He's gonna pick up new terms. He never knew. Mildly embarrassed. Oh yeah. Uh, so we we I didn't want to crush the you know ruin it, uh, make him feel weird about it. Right. So I just said that's the stuff that stays in your room. Okay. Let's keep that out of the. Let's keep that off the out of the living room and in your room. Okay? Uh, yeah, yeah. In your room while you're alone, please. <laughs> And so people, some people listening may be like, what? If, you know, four, five you're talking about here, right? Yes. Absolutely. It, it go read a book or something, especially yeah. with very common in girls. Sure. Less common in boys. Uh, your examples were probably 
quite apt. Yeah. <laughs> Standing over the lawn sprinkler. Sure. Again, they're pro- we're programmed to be little yeah. <laughs> pervy procreators. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it does. It Yeah. And you got All a bunch of wiggly bits hanging around that you don't know what they're like. What are these for? Everything else seems to have a purpose. Elbow articulates the drawings. Fingers grab stuff. Wiggly bits. What are these things for? Other than being. It's a- <laughs> Right. It's a very good question. How do you avoid that forever? Especially when they can, they hang out with each other and they see each other's wiggly bits. Right. They shouldn't avoid it. Like, again, full disclosure. Just, right. just, just lay it out. And then if anything takes the luster and mystery off of stuff is knowing way too much about it. I mean, I'm not going to explain it to my two-year-old. Nope. Uh, not yet. Nope. <laughs> she won't know it though. Like, they're really with it by He's then. He's getting. Six I mean, old, I told you, I oh, accidentally, I accidentally read the human body book and threw in its entirety to him. <laughs> At, whoops! I read this whole book by accident. <laughs> I. I don't think it's you, a bad idea, man. You know how you get when you're just reading bedtime stories and zoning out. And I got to the end, <laughs> and he said, "Can you go back?" What? He's like, how? And he he literally said, where did you say babies came from? <laughs> That's awesome. And I'm like, what? I said that? So, <laughs> so I had to flip the page back and I read, you know, there's pictures and diagrams and right. cutaways of male and female anatomy and very detailed descriptions of where everything goes and what happens when it goes there. And, huh. and I read through all of it while sure. he was listening and I didn't even realize that I was reading it. And so... <laughs> I figure that's it. We've had the talk already. Mm-mm. That's that's <laughs> nope. You have to keep having it. I'm off the hook. All forever. the all signs point to the more you, you, you. Not like you go out of your way to talk about it, but when it comes up, you talk about it. Yeah. Don't just talk about it once. Don't make it seem like some evil thing. Don't make it seem forbidden fruit. Just lay it out. But make this, it is, this is more mundane that, reality. I and, think. I think this is that period where it's really gray between five, like between five and twelve. Yeah, it's got it's got to happen before twelve. Yeah, oh, sure, or but again, it will happen iteratively from yeah. from here on, right? And there'll be he'll understand some stuff now, and the next year when it comes up again or whenever he'll understand more, and you know, then his probably questions will change, and it'll get more I don't know introspective or whatever. It'll evolve, I think. Yeah. Again, like I can't imagine. I I think my parents had like the conversation with me, but I remember the majority of stuff I learned obviously through health class and reading about it. And yeah, I I wonder if if they, if it would be, have been. You know what? Actually, I think my parents were pretty cool about like answering my questions. And now that I think about it. They, you know, if it came up, they weren't like, oh my God, don't talk about this. They'd be like, well, what do you think? And oh, well, this is this for that, blah, blah, blah. They were just kind of straight up about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they inst- inst- tried to instill, cause it gets tricky too. What do you take the opportunity to instill your values around it? Or do you present the facts and then try to shape, you know, that's a tricky thing, right? Do you want to, indoctrinate them to your way of thinking right do you want them just to understand the reality of it you know where where how far do you go and and what do you do there and that's it that's a interesting thing I, yeah you gotta mix it i guess then you gotta start talking about societal norms right? yeah i guess well what you should do is find a partner you want to spend the rest of your life because that is a piece of it too right it's not purely lust right uh, i mean Sometimes, I would imagine. <laughs> at times. But your attraction to other people in, is not yeah, it's usually 100% lost. Right. It's like, you like them, they're approachable. Yeah. As you get yeah. older, suddenly you notice their jiggly bits. <laughs> <laughs> if it goes, maybe that's an important conversation to have too, right? If it goes in the reverse order, you got to be careful. If it's, uh, what's the what's the word for... <laughs> When you're, I mean, when you say you're attracted to someone, you usually you, you have to distinguish between physical and yeah, what? What's um, the other intellectual? In, would you say intellectual? Yeah, or just for because I can't think of a better word, but yeah, emotionally, I guess maybe. 
Sure. But brain I, brain attraction versus body attraction. Let's just put think it that way. That's the clincher that I've been missing here. That has to be a piece of the conversation. Mm. But that, I don't right? think that even would resonate with him at this age. I think that will be something he'll start asking no, of about course. later on. He's also, right? He also thinks girls are gross still. So it's yeah. not. I'm well, not worried about... Uh, they got cooties <laughs> at that age. All girls yeah. have cooties at that age. In fact, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I give him guff about it all the time, as we said before. Because he's getting to be a real handsome little kid. And we, you know, we've just finished the summer... And now his his hair's all blonde from the sun, and his his, his skin's all dark and tan. <laughs> Telling you, <laughs> there's Chicks some girls chasing him around. They literally will chase him around at school. Like, well, he's got the cootie defense for at least another few years, so he's good. Uh huh. Yeah. I think you're handling it good, dude. You talk about it. You set too. normal, like appropriate boundaries, but you don't make it seem like it's some horrible thing. And just stick with the facts. They I just gotta make sure not to gotta make sure not to miss that part though. The the intellectual versus physical attraction yes. and, and the the order in which they come is sometimes important. Mm. Where you can be physically attracted to someone and that may lead you astray with your <laughs> yeah. decision making. Right. Oh, I was listening it, to Joe Rogan's podcast. <laughs> And, and, and again, I don't know too much about his material as a comic, but I've been kind of getting a kick out of his podcast. And he has, he's got this thing where he's, uh, I guess I'll say it on the show, but we could, well, I'll have to parent. See, this whole not being able to swear thing is pretty tough. But yeah. he, he, he had this, the whole shtick is if you're thinking of making any major life decision or anything, he's like, go, I'll say, take care of yourself and then think about it. <laughs> he's like, I'm thinking about buying a new house. Go take care of yourself and think about it. You're thinking about asking this girl, go take care of yourself. So it was always the check before the action. Like, do approach what you're thinking about with a clear head, you know? <laughs> that's <was> pretty hilarious. <laughs> uh, that's, that's sound advice. Yeah. Maybe that, uh. Once they're teenagers, you give them that advice, you know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's, that's very, that's good. It, it really is. It's hilarious, but it's totally accurate. <laughs> like, before the school dance. Yeah. Take care of yourself. <laughs> clear the head uh, and then yeah. then make your decisions before any major decision <laughs> maybe we should end it here man mm -hmm. I think so interesting interesting Awkward. discussion very we'll talk about ball shaving methods next week <laughs> cue the music <laughs>